Thank you for tuning in to KPRP LP, Portland Radio Project. I am Veronica Bezesti bringing you our latest Community Voices Spotlight featuring MISO. MISO, which is short for Micro Enterprise Services of Oregon, brings, brings a holistic array of services and programs to small businesses, incorporating the philosophy of customized support to elevate and empower entrepreneurs. Here to give us more insight as to the wonderful work of this organization is CEO and Executive Director, Kobe Lewis. Hi, Kobe. Good morning. I'm so glad you're here. And Selena Sanchez, Director of Marketing and Community Outreach. Hey, Selena. Hello, good morning. Thank you both for joining me today. The work of MISO is... It's really quite incredible. Kobe, let's start by by giving our listeners a a little bit more of what's at the core of MISO's mission. Absolutely. So MISO's mission really is wholly wrapped around servicing underserved um, and under-resourced micro and small businesses. And typically that means a business with five or less employees. Uh, Most of our clients are 80% or below of MFI and uh, oftentimes businesses of color and women-owned businesses. And the organization does two things. We have a front of the house that does technical assistance that includes marketing, branding, business planning, uh, match savings programs, credit repair, anything that one can think about when you wanna either build or grow a business. Mm -hmm. And the other side of our business is lending. So we are a registered CDFI, and that's a community development financial institution otherwise referred to as a micro lender. And so for small businesses that have strained relationships with typical uh, uh, financial institutions, usually a bank or a credit union, sure. uh, they may have some credit or collateral concerns and um, just don't have the best luck in getting a traditional loan. Uh, organizations like ours uh, are there to step in. So we lend anywhere from $100 in a credit repair program, all the way up to $500,000, which if you can believe is considered a microloan for wow. a small business. And uh, so we are able to help our clients in numerous ways. We're also an SBA lender. And the organization has six offices across the state. So we really have a wide reach, serve multiple counties and serve many, many Oregonians uh, that are micro and small businesses. Are these businesses all uh, private sector? Are they all for-profit businesses or do you also engage with a nonprofit? No, we do only serve for-profit businesses at this time, though the nonprofit uh, development has been in the works. So oh. we'll, maybe, maybe sometime soon. Okay, well, keep keep us at Portland Radio Project in the loop on that one, please. Oh, absolutely. I love this, this, it's almost kind of a mantra that I, I discovered on your website. Small businesses cannot be mass produced. What does that mean? That means that it's, first of all, no two are alike and that it's not easy. Um, you can't just press a button and have a business. You know, right. entrepreneurs right. are some of the hardest working, highest risk takers that you'll see. They're passionate about what they do, what they make, what they create, what they create. And those that are successful put in the hard work. Our clients work diligently to move their businesses forward, taking advantage of resources, of networking, of other programs. We partner with other programs around the city to move that business forward. So absolutely, that's the truth. It's not something you just press a button and you can make. It It takes work. How have you seen the growth of the entrepreneurial spirit uh, take off given the pandemic? How have you seen that change? 
Yeah, interestingly enough, we saw a lot of business growth, people developing and starting businesses during the pandemic. Okay. You know, a lot of people were furloughed, let go, um, people being, you know, kept home, the remote work, and people realized that they can turn their hobbies, something that we kind of call their side hustle, mm -hmm. something, you know, um, their craft. Yeah. Maybe they were selling it just on the side a little bit, maybe doing something on the side. They realized that at some point when there's a lack of income, they could actually take that and create revenue. So we, they started creating uh, kind of business plans. They started putting together websites. They started to sell things during the pandemic. We had a lot of people open storefronts during the pandemic because you know cities and counties are really trying to do their best to help businesses thrive and so they've created price points that made it uh you know doable for smaller businesses but people just realize that they can do this on their own and maybe not depend solely on um, their nine to five but yeah. i will say a lot of our clients do have a nine to five it's not an instant instant revenue always but okay. it's a nice supplement Okay. I love that Miso is supporting passion. That's what it feels like to me. You're supporting that passion. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the, you have to be passionate to do the work of an entrepreneur. Yes, absolutely. Selena, tell us about the maker's market that's coming up in February. This sounds incredible. It is incredible. And it's very passionate to Miso and to our clients. Yeah. Um, it started as our second annual Miso Makers Market. Last year um, was the first. And this year in December, we did a winter market. And we um, took this opportunity to showcase our clients in a different atmosphere. Rather than vending at tables, we showcased our clients in a actual storefront. Mm -hmm. We were fortunate enough to um, get space um, donated to us from Prosper Portland. We also had um, City Liquidators donate furniture for us to use and Anthropology gave us wow. fixtures to use. So we actually set up the store as a storefront. By doing this, it gave um, our clients the opportunity to continue doing their work that they do every day, whether it is a different job outside of what their entrepreneurship dream is, or if they have an online business, they can continue to do that because our staff managed the market. We um, merchandised the store. We ran the store for almost 22 days during the month of December. Wow. And based off that, that success, we are now doing it for the month of February, showcasing um, Black History Month and our Black entrepreneurs. Wonderful. And then with the goal to do the same thing in March for Women's Month. That's fantastic. February 17th through the 19th and February 24th through the 26th, correct? Correct. Okay, at um, Alberta Commons? Yes. Alberta Commons, yes. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, how many businesses will be there? How many businesses will be, will be represented there? Um, for this particular market, we have about 30 wow. vendors. Um, for the winter market, we had about 47 vendors. It was great because it gave our clients also the opportunity to see their product amongst other products oh, and to okay. see what their product would be as if they were to actually sell wholesale and see what they, their product would look like sitting in a storefront. So I. It really gave a lot of our clients a lot of confidence in their product. Sure. They were able to get feedback from our staff on what customers were saying about their product. 
uh, it was really, really a great opportunity for our clients to have their product showcased this way. Because again, like I mentioned earlier, it was showcased outside of traditional vending at tables. What is the process like to get involved as a client, as a vendor? As a client, as a vendor, that we have our business development managers reach out. We get a list of clients that would be interested in participating. And then we... And we want also want to make sure that we don't do a too, too much crossover because we want everyone to have the opportunity for success. So we select those clients. Uh, they then go through our process of letting us know what they're going to be bringing over to the market. We then tag it all with UPC codes. We help them if they need help with pricing and they drop off their product we merchandise it set it up but it is all miso clients for the winter market we did um invite clients okay. from mercatus okay and through that we had about 11 of their clients and with that we ended up with about five of them becoming miso clients so it was a really good partnership and i see that definitely something we'll continue to do going forward oh that is fantastic well for more information about miso makers market which again february 17th through the 19th and february 24th through the 26th at alberta commons go to mes sopdx.org misopdx.org and you can grab a little bit more information relative to that when is the market set up for march you mentioned march in celebration of women's month that is still tbd okay okay so folks still have an opportunity as a miso client to possibly get involved in that Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Our clients actually would like us to have this market year round. <laughs> that's how successful it is. Well, Kobe, when you and I initially spoke, that's one of the things that you said was in the works, right? We are leaning that direction. Love it. And, uh, it. We will know soon if we'll be able to move it forward at this location permanently, but you can plan to see Miso popping up with markets. Uh, for the rest of the year, whether it be at Alberta Commons or elsewhere. What a special way to contribute to the prosperity of a small business by providing them this type of platform, for lack of a better way to put it, that gives them, as you mentioned, Selena, that opportunity to see other businesses in that same vein and just have that connectivity to the community, but still be able to navigate what they have to do and not be there present 12 hours hustling, they've got MISO staff and representatives doing the hustling for them. Yep. That's exactly right. Exactly right. What a gift. What a gift. Well, I will have on our website, which is prp.fm, I will, of course, make sure that folks can hear this interview whenever they would like, but I will also make sure to have misopdx.org connectable for anyone interested in following up on this really incredible organization that that's looking at small business as as the future of business absolutely we and we appreciate that so much you know small businesses are a huge part of our economy yes the pandemic really showed us that but the strength that they have in keeping our communities together is just evident we're just doing what we can to help them um, just move their dreams forward selena kobe thank you so much for being here today with me thank you for having us we appreciate it Yes, thank you very much. Of course. And to all of you listening to Community Voices on Portland Radio Project, we thank you as well. We'll see you soon.